1: This is the California Report. Good morning. I'm Lily Jamali. Welcome to day two of sheltering in place if you're a fellow Bay Area resident. And as of midnight, it's not just us. Add Sacramento, Sonoma and Mendocino to the growing list of counties trying to prevent the spread of coronavirus by shutting down. And parents, students and teachers are bracing themselves for this. You might want to be sitting down. California's public schools could be out of session for the rest of the school year. Governor Gavin Newsom got real about this at a news conference yesterday.
0: I would plan and assume that it's unlikely uh, that many of these schools, uh, few if any, uh, will open uh, before the summer break.
1: Newsom says nearly 99% of California schools have closed. That's more than 6 million kids. For many of us trying to escape cabin fever, a trip to the grocery store was about as exciting as yesterday's St. Patrick's Day got this year. We've been assured that all those empty shelves are soon to be restocked, but there might be some trouble coming to a produce aisle near you. Many of the migrant field workers who pick, process, and pack so much of our food are about to experience how coronavirus is upending this very important corner of our state's economy. The California Report's Alex Hall is on the line in Fresno. Good morning, Alex. Good morning, Lily. So, Alex, some big changes are about to kick in that would cut the number of foreign guest workers who come here seasonally to work on U.S. farms. These are H-2A visas, What exactly is set to change? So starting today, the U.S.
2: embassy in Mexico City and consulates around Mexico are stopping routine visa services in response to the coronavirus outbreak. That means no new H-2A applications. Only returning H-2A workers will be allowed back into the U.S. The USDA says it's working with the State Department to try to minimize disruption to H2A applications. But the fact is, this program has been growing every year. And California, and really the entire U.S., has over recent years become increasingly dependent on this program to keep farms running.
1: It sounds like a real problem if you are a farmer in the Central Valley. How is the community there reacting to this? I spoke with Erica Rosasco. She's an agricultural
2: employment attorney, and she says given where we are in the season, there would be very few
0: returning workers. We are being told now that our uh, H-2A visa processing is going to be delayed, and we are increasingly uh, dependent upon the H-2A labor to complete our work, especially as we go into the season.
2: Right now, fortunately, is a slow time for most of agriculture in the state, but that's going to ramp up soon, probably around the first or second week of April. But employers here are already thinking ahead to that, because those who hire H-2A have to provide housing and transportation to those workers. So if they want to maintain social distancing, they might have to pay to get more buses or vans. And if a farm labor contractor has to bear those costs, that in theory gets
1: passed down to the grower and then to you and I at the grocery store. Alex, looking at the safety of farm workers who are already here, to your point just now, agriculture isn't an industry that really lends itself to social distancing. Right. And I spoke with
2: several farm labor contractors who said, yeah, we can separate workers six feet away from each other if they're, for example, pruning grapevines. But how do you maintain social distancing when a lot of workers carpool? You've got workers sharing water dispensers or in packing houses, sometimes they're shoulder to shoulder. So employers are going to have to come up with some creative solutions that may be staggering shifts and having less people working at any one time.
1: And Alex, are those workers getting the information that they need to keep themselves safe?
2: Well, they're trying to. What I'm hearing is that employers are really working to figure out what they should be doing now to keep workers safe moving forward. They're meeting with workers, coming up with plans to respond to this. In addition to that, you're seeing agencies like Cal-OSHA, the CDC, and also local health departments release guidelines for what workers should do to protect themselves at the workplace. Cal-OSHA tells me they've gotten some questions from employers in agriculture specifically about how to comply with this situation. And they're considering coming up with guidance specifically
1: for agriculture. All right. The California Reports Alex Hall in Fresno for us. Alex, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we're going to stay on immigration. Here in the Bay Area, an undocumented immigrant from El Salvador is suing Daly City. He says police there violated the state sanctuary law by turning him over to ICE. KQED's Farida Javala-Romero reports. California law says police can only hand over serious convicted criminals to immigration authorities. But Jose Armando Escobar Lopez did not have any criminal record when Daly City Police held him for ICE after a traffic stop last year, says Angela Chan with the Asian Law Caucus. She says the lawsuit is the first of its kind and sends a message to law enforcement all over California.
0: They have to comply with the California Values Act. And that if they choose to not comply they will be opening themselves up to liability?
1: Escobar Lopez is now fighting deportation. He's seeking damages and a change in police practices. Daly City officials did not return a request for comment. For the California report, Anfarida Javala Romero. This week, we've been trying to find the bright side to all of this. And for parents trying to keep their kids entertained indoors, celebrities and authors are taking to social media to share videos of themselves reading children's books. Here's Josh Gad, a.k.a. Olaf in Frozen, reading The Giving Tree on Twitter. Come, boy.
0: Come, sit down and rest. And the boy did.
2: just want to lick these fingers and the tree
0: was happy the
2: end I love you all I know it's a tricky difficult time but you're all doing amazing and everybody be healthy be safe
1: I couldn't have said it better One more bright spot. Remember that hiking is still allowed if you keep your distance. So thank you to Marit Deredo of Windsor in Sonoma County for her great hiking photos. I've posted them to Twitter. I'm at Lily Jamali. Keep the pictures coming. And that is the California Report for this Wednesday, March 18th, a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Lily Jamali.
0: Stay safe. Support for the California Report comes from Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose Fund for Strategic Innovation supports transformative ideas that benefit humanity while protecting the natural world, recognizing through science the interdependence of all living systems. Personal Capital, offering financial planning with registered advisors and serving over 2 million people with online financial tools, personalcapital.com and Stanford HealthCare, offering every kind of care for every kind of patient. Learn more at stanfordhealthcare.org. Support for this podcast comes from ODC Dance. The world-class company returns for Dance Downtown, March 27th through the 31st, with two electrifying programs and five works springing from cartoon, the news, and human connection. Downtown. Support for KQED podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union. Now offering real-time money movement with Instant Pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. Hey, I'm Brian Stelter, and I hope you'll join me on Inside the Hive from Vanity Fair.